Welcome to Spraymakers, the podcast where Rossi and Trent dive deep into the world of water skiing. This week, the boys jump into ski setup and how to maximize your setup to allow you to be in control of your ski on the water. People want their ski to do certain things for them. And really, like, it's actually that we need to tell our ski what to do by by the actions that we take with our body. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it does go into that. It goes into that center of mass and and whatever. But I mean, the, I think the, the general concept for me is like your ski is dumb. Like all it really wants to do is go down, you know, I, and I'm a ski designer. So, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously your ski is designed to do certain things, but it yeah. needs your input. And so then I just yeah. decided like, I bet we could, I bet we could make an episode out of this and, and really just talk about, you know, what, what we do, uh, in, in order to make the ski do what it should be doing. You know, that's a, that's a, that's, that's, yeah, that's an interesting concept. And, and it, and it uh, resonates with me because that's, I, I was gonna say always, but not always, you know, in like the last 10 years, like my approach to ski setup, like in terms of, you know, fin setup and, and, and making changes when, when I feel like I need to make a change. I, I definitely took that approach maybe eight or six or eight years ago, say, where I stopped thinking about what I was trying to make my ski do or, or stop thinking about thinking about what my ski wasn't doing. And I, and I started thinking about it in terms of like, what is it that I'm not able to do with this setup? You know, like, like, like what, you know, so instead of thinking, you know, man, I really want my ski to pull through the finish, my offside more. I, I started thinking of it in terms of, man, I really want to be able to lead, lead my feet longer through the offside. So what setting would allow me to do that? Like what information am I getting from my ski that's not allowing me to do that. So, you know, in keeping with what you're saying that this, uh, this makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. You're just, you're reversing, you're reversing the way that you're looking at it so that, you know, instead of tuning the ski, you need to think about how the ski needs to be so you can move your body to get the ski to do what you want it to do. Right. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, and I just recap what you said, but I mean, really, and there's, there's so many different ways to look at that. I mean, it's the same thing, you know, behind the boat, you know, we got people who want to, who want to, you know, have more lean or have the ski rolled up on a higher edge angle, but you look at them and they've got their arms bent and they're pulling like a madman, but the ski's flat. You know, and it's like, okay, well, you, you have to start thinking about not what, not, not letting your desires overrule your common sense or your thought process. You know, I think that's a, I think that's a really big thing. Cause I mean, we just, when we start running the course, I mean, it's, it's ingrained in us right from the beginning. And and that's why I just love that, you know, you probably get really, you know, young, young skiers and, and you're able to grab them from early and kind of give them the the cheat code basically. But yeah. I mean, for you and I, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I mean, I just, it was everything I could do to just run the course and we didn't have coaches and we didn't have any of that stuff. So anyway, what I'm getting at is I think you, you start with this mentality of like, I'm just going to fight my way through it. Yes. And then eventually you start to, you start to get good enough that you can start to think about what you're doing. And then you start to, you know, you start to build your, your process from there. But one of the things that happens is you kind of get caught up in that, that, that root beginning. I'm just going to, I'm going to work. I'm just going to, I'm going to give it my all. And, and that's going to be enough. Hmm. And that's a hard one to erase too. You know, I'm I mean, still you, I don't it, think you ever, yeah. I don't think you ever fully erase that idea of trouble, drop your shoulder and go. And, and be, because, you know, it can yield like certain results, but, but, you know, 
where I'd rather be, uh oh, trouble. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to move bigger. I'm going to move longer. I'm going to move stronger instead of just, oh man, I'm going to see if I can take down this boat. It's funny, like you, you say that because you were talking about, um, you know, how our instinct is just to go hard when we were kids. And man, I granted bigger waves, but I mean, I had just horrific falls. When I, I mean, I, I fell hard enough that I lost both gloves once. Probably when I was fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and I was like, now I'm like, how is that even? I don't even know how that was possible. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think, but I, but that, that's where you know, that's what, that's what we talk about here with spray makers is just to kind of give you the mental game plan and the understanding. Like once you know, you can grow, right? We just talked about that, and it's PBS yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But like the more that you can build this stuff in. When and then the and the more meticulous you can be with your setup, uh, with your mental setup for practice, and then you know being very we, we talk about all these things, you know, being very dedicated to the process. You know, the process doesn't pay off right off the bat, but if you stick with the process, and I think that's kind of like I always looked at that as like the same thing on the pro tour. Like you, the guys that make it are the guys that could could stay with it long enough to go through all of the ups and downs of getting there. And I've seen a lot of great yeah. skiers not make it because they couldn't do that last grind or whatever level it was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so it's I think it's just I don't know kind of lost my train of thought there because i got sidetracked but you know I, <laughs> well okay you know, so bring, back me, to, bring back me back to, bring me back yeah bro. so well back to movement then you know and i and you know and again not expecting your ski to do something but but moving to facilitate certain things so like let, let's just walk through different parts of the course and and maybe some like real world example you know i mean the the, the biggest one <clears throat> or the one that's been, uh, I won't say the biggest one, but the one that's been presented to me the most recent was, you know, someone hopped on a new ski and they're testing it out and their comment was, man, it just doesn't go out off the waves, you know? And, 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 and like, as a skier, I was, it made me scratch my head. I'm like, well, I don't even, I couldn't even imagine what that means. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't, how does a ski not go out off the waves? So, presented with that and you know in this you know within this train of thought that that you that you presented what 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 like like how do you tackle that in terms of you know movement as opposed to wondering why your ski's not doing something well i mean in that scenario for me i'm thinking if the ski's not going out that means my body isn't over the top of the ski going into the wakes thus i didn't build enough going in so then how does, how am I going to make my ski go out? Well, I'm not going to shove my feet. I know that that's like, I mean, yeah. that's one thing that I, that I, that, that, that was a go-to move that I, that I learned. I don't know why I learned it, but a long time ago was to shove my feet and try to cast my ski out more. And that's, that's not it. So then how, do, how do I, how do I set myself up for that? Well, that would be, I need to think about you know, when I'm coming off the previous turn or all my mm -hmm. turns, you know, I want to keep my shoulder, my inside shoulder, the one that's got the handle. I want to keep that shoulder up and level as I'm, as I'm committing to finishing my turn, you know, and then, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and just making sure that I'm balanced over my ski when I finish the turn. So I, that, I mean, that keeping the shoulder up is kind of a key deal, you know, for yeah. me, you know, it's a lot about how, where am I looking? 
what's my vision like am i am i seeing where i am so i can keep that level horizon or do i have my head cranked over and now i'm off balance you know so really just trying to find my balance point off the turn is the first key to to that and then you know obviously there's things leading in but i don't want to jump ahead so is there anything you'd add to that no that's you know or or continue it along yeah and that is where i'd go it would be if i felt like i was you know and I don't even know really what that means. Like if, if not going out, like maybe that means if I, you know, straight lining a little bit to the buoy is probably saying the same thing. So for me, yeah, it would be exactly that. I'd go back to the finish of the previous turn and make sure that I wasn't, you know, falling behind my feet or, 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 or trying to load through my heels, if you will. You know, I'd make sure, just like you said, I was more balanced on the, through the exit of the previous turn. And as the load starts to build, I'm still moving forward, you know, because I find even if, even if I get static behind the load, I'm going to not go out as well. I'm going to tip to the inside a little bit more then. So let's do both sides of the coin. Then this might be a really interesting way to do this. So, okay. So someone comes to you with, again, with this scenario, you know, the ski does not go out. So you're going to talk about two things. Then we're going to talk about, you know, okay, how do you facilitate better acceleration off the previous turn, better balance, da 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 So you actually have a platform to ride out on um, instead of your ski swinging out ahead of you or outside of you. Um, and then the other side of the coin then, wh- what would you, and again, you can't tune your fin to do anything, but what would you want from your setup to help facilitate that? You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, granted, there comes a point where, well, yeah, like a, a change to your setup will help you make the moves you're trying to make. So if you, again, if you have a ski that feels like it can't go out, what I, would you do in terms of setup? Well, I would say that you most likely are running, you probably have, well, I would say you have too much tip pressure finishing finishing the turn. You know, as you come into the turn, you have too much tip pressure. So things that are too much tip pressure could be, you know, your boots are too far forward. Could be your, um, you know, the front of your fin is too far forward. So, you know, your combination of your length and and your distance from tail, like the where, where it comes out of the ski is too far forward. So, you know, or you don't have enough uh, fin area, maybe you know, where your ski is the ski, you know, whatever it is, it's making you, you start to move forward at the finish of your turn. The ski starts to bite. You instinctively know it's going to turn too hard. And so you kind of rock back to relieve that water pressure line, um, by you're basically manipulating the, you're always manipulating where the water is breaking on your ski. And so if you know, it's breaking too far forward, you'll instantly be too far back. And that's where mm-hmm. people get caught up with their ski setup wrong a lot is that they're yeah. like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm falling back off my turn. I think I need more, I need more tip pressure. I need more yeah. tip pressure. And then, yes. you know, so like for me, the sign of my boots being too far forward is my body is too far back. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm the exact same. And, and, and that is the one that gets um, butchered the most, you know, and, and I, t- way too often I'll, I'll see someone set up and, I'll, and they're like three quarters of an inch forward. And I'm like, that's interesting. Why, why, why is your boots so, why are your boots so far forward? Mm-hmm. Well, I was on my back foot all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is going to make exactly. it Exactly. Or, or a beginner, or a beginner much... who can't turn, right. Or a beginner yeah. who is having a hard, yes. harder time turning. And so they're like, well, I move my boots forward to turn. Well, yeah, sure. You lowered the front of the ski, but also remember that as you move your boots forward, you have, you have more and more ski behind you. 
And that mm-hmm. ski that's behind you is not going to want to shuffle through the, or slide through the finish of the turn as easily. So, you know, I mean, I just, it, there's just so many counterintuitive moments in this sport, yeah, uh, yeah for you know, sure. that we're, we're just trying to help you help people to understand where, where we're, you know, where your thoughts are right and where your intuitions might be sending you awry. Yeah. So that, that's interesting. So, uh, um, really even when it comes to, to fin setup, you want to give some consideration to cause and effect like, you know, case in point skis, not moving, you know, it's not going out off the wakes. Well, that really might have more to do with what your ski and you are doing at the finish of the previous turn. So then, so, so again, let's go to another real world scenario. And the one, the one you probably hear the most, you know, uh, ski's pretty good. It just doesn't finish, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's just like every ski in the history of, or, you know, for as long as I've been doing this, every ski ever made, I've heard someone say about that ski just doesn't finish. So, so movement. So what, you know, like, like walk through that then like what's, what's, what movements, might be missing or might be interrupting or what's the most common thing for a ski that just doesn't finish with the angle that the skier feels like they deserve to have at that moment. Well, that's, that's going to be how, where was your body position coming into that turn? Right? Like, so if you're talking turns and we're looking at it, you know, I, I would just say if your ski, I mean, the bottom line, if your ski doesn't turn that to me, that means the tail, you know, from the center of your ski to the back that had too much holding power. Um, so when you, when you expected the ski to rotate or, or slide through the turn, it, it kind of has a block. Now, why does that have a block? Well, I would say for the most part, I think people get caught way too far back with their weight coming, you know, coming into that moment. And Mm -hmm. that means like, well, you took too straight a line, you know, whenever you let go of the, whenever you let go with your outside hand, you lose the ability to, to torque your ski to, you know, basically pre-slide or, or get, get, get a pre-turn or get, get that, get that turn set up. So a lot of people, you know, they pull too long, they get ripped up out of their turn. They straight line at the buoy at a high rate of speed, which we talked about in the last, you know, in the last episode, you know, where you're just, you're going faster than the boat when you want to make a turn. And then, you know, their, the body never came forward. You're way too far back. And then, you know, trying to, trying to make a turn with, you know, not, not your body leading into the turn. You know, if you think about it, like, I mean, the way I look at it, think about, you know, uh, you know, Marcus and those guys really made center of mass, a, a a concept to talk about. And, and, uh, I don't necessarily think in center, I don't, I mean, I know that that is what I am actually doing. Um, so, but I don't necessarily talk exactly the same way, but it is, you know, your ski rolls over or your ski or the water pressure moves forward or back on your ski solely based on where your body weight is off, off of that edge. I mean, it is that simple. So anyway, if I, if a ski is not turning to me, I don't have my, I either, well, yeah, I don't, I never got my body, my center of mass to the, to the forward and inside to, to drive the tip and get the tail to break and get the ski to turn or rotate however you want or slide or smear, however you want to say it. So, you know, again, I needed to set that turn up better coming in. Um, how about you? Yeah, it's exactly that. So, you know, and, and just that, you know, just that, that 
common theme where you know and you just hear it all the time where it just it it, it, it turns great it just doesn't finish and and so if you're gonna go like in terms of movements the most typical the most common kind of uh cause of that is is your upper body rushing through the finish of the turn you know trying to get that security of, of two hands on the handle trying to get that false sense of 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 production by by grabbing the handle and trying to get into that lean too quick um because you know if if your upper body is moving faster than your lower body you you are literally leaving your lower body behind and, and it's that and it is that it's that center of your body you know knees to chest like that's where the majority of the weight obviously is so if your upper body rotates faster than your ski is coming around that inside hip so let's say your left hip at one ball that's that it's going to be falling back and you're gonna you're just gonna stall the you know you're gonna you're gonna stall the the, the speed through that turn you're gonna stall the, your momentum sorry through that turn so then then it's exactly that like why would somebody make that move first well I mean, to me, the most common one is is you is losing line tension, like not like feeling that support go away as you approach the turn, and then rotating back and trying to find it again. Um, that can be one cause, probably well, a more. Or yeah, can I jump in right there? Yeah. So so do. so I I love the way I love the way that you just uh, the way you just set that up and talked about it because that is that that upper body rotation where you leave your hip. That's the common goal. Yeah. What what are people doing when they do that? Let's 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 just real quick, like from the physics standpoint, yeah. right? So when you rotate your upper body, okay, and you're dropping your inside shoulder. I mean that that you can't leave your shoulder forward and rotate mm -hmm. your upper body. So you're mm -hmm. you're dropping your left shoulder. You're, let's say you're at a, a buoy one, right, uh, or on the yeah. right side of the boat. You know that side. So you're gonna you're coming into one. You don't like the way you are, and you're gonna make that turn. You're gonna drop that shoulder. You're going to rotate the outside hand to the handle. Well, if you look at that, when I dropped my shoulder, my shoulder went back. So my I took the yeah. I took my ski and I moved my moved my body weight back, which took the water break on the ski back. I have less pressure against the water now. Then as I rotate my hand in, my outside hand back to the handle, my hip, that that rotation actually sends my hip more to an up and flat. Um, up and flat area. So it's basically raising your hip. And it's so if you think about the way that your center mass just did, it just moved back and then it slid and flattened the ski. And so now yeah. you've got less fin area or less less water touching the edge of your ski. And now you've flattened it. And then the last move is to shove your foot and basically do a really hard skid to to cr create an instant angle that looks really good when you like when you look at it but your body weight is not, your body is not lined up to accept that. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like, that's where we talk about, like you need your center mastic when your ski is, is at that proper attack angle, finishing the turn, you need your body to be right in the spot that it needs to be to accept that and to be able to hold that. And when you do that, that drop the shoulder and rotate the hip and flatten the ski and push it through, that's where, that's where you get an, a moment of like, it feels right, but your body is too far back on the ski. You don't have the, you don't have the support of the water against your ski's edge to be able to keep you to be able to hold that. And then you'll see that that typical person loses angle as soon as they, as soon as they actually feel a load from the boat. So, yeah, sorry, yeah, I was a sidebar, probably... but I wanted to get into it before we... <laughs> 
before yeah, it disappeared. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's and that's probably you know that's where you know I think people get that feeling of yeah the turn feels pretty good but it just doesn't finish because like what's really happening is is exactly that like you're, you're probably you probably it probably feels good because yeah you are creating angle but not not in a manner that it's going to be sustainable anyway. Right. Right. Okay. So, uh, how about you know like breaking like uh. Man, the ski just wants. I just break at the waist when I go through the when I go through the wakes. You oh, know, like you know, like that one to me is that one to me is like so. So what do I need to do? Because every time every time I'm going through the wakes, the 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 wakes feel huge. Yeah. You know, is that is that a ski setup yes. thing or is that a you know you know is that well, a what is that? And that one is actually that's one. Um, when you first mentioned, I wasn't sure, but the, the way you finished it was, was that's one I, I actually, I get all the time. And it's more about when people are um, going from boat to boat, <clears throat> you know, they're like, Oh man, boat X. I, I'm not even, I don't even want to go to this tournament because at 22 off that weight crushes me. And, and, and there, and to be fair, there is, there is some validity to that. There are, you know, some of the boats aren't as good on certain line lengths as other boats, whatever, but it still comes down to, it still comes down to balance. So, you know, whether that's because you're on an unfamiliar boat or whether it's because you're at that part of the learning curve where the wakes are beating you up a little bit, that, that, that sudden movement or, 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 or the, the, the excessive bounce that that's an, that's an imbalance. There there's, there's moving parts for, for some reason. Um, and, and typically it's, you know, well, there's a lot of different potential causes, but if you're feeling this bounce over the wake, you know, the first thing I, I'm, Okay, well, is it set up? I mean, it could be boot location. You know, it, 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 granted, if you know your boots are, um, you know, too far forward, you you might be getting pressure at, you know, still getting to pressure at that point of the swing. Um, but if you're just going to go back to you know mechanics and movement, it, it's it's going to be, you're not the the load from the boat isn't being directed through the center of your body. So right. typical would be dropping that lead shoulder or, or leaning on, like if you're cutting to the left, like leaning on your left shoulder instead of staying, you know, more open to the load itself and taking it equally through both arms. Um, things like just simple mechanical structure, just, you know, if there's any, wherever there's a bend in your body, there's a, there's a, there's a, that's a breaking point. It's a potential for movement. So, you know, the longer you are, the straighter you are, um, you know, obviously you don't, you, your knees don't need to be locked out because there's enough muscle mass in your legs to, 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 you know, be able to control a little bit of a knee bend or, or maintain a, a bit of a static knee bend, but, um, bent at the waist, bent, bent at the elbows, you know, arms bent, um, or just leaning, you know, leaning over, like drop, you know, overloading one shoulder and not bouncing behind the load. That's probably the most typical causes of, of getting that, that buck at the wakes. Right. Right. I mean, I, I, the way, the way I go into that is, I mean, there's one, there's one bottom line truth there and that is your ski is too flat. Good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go with that. That's it. I mean, that's the bottom line. So if you yes. look at it, any, 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 your ski is too flat. If your ski is too flat, then in, you know, as you're entering the wakes, then your center of mass is, is not off the edge of the ski enough. Okay. Right. I mean, that is just, I mean, to me, that's the way it is. So, you know, if you look at a guy, uh, a person who has their arms bent at a 90 degree angle, right. Then their hips are set back. If you look at their and they look and they're, they're trying so hard to be in a, in a killer lean. I mean, just the, the amount of effort there is incredible, but 
if you really look at where is their weight off their ski, hmm. their weight is going to be back of ideal because the arms are bent and you've got too much load and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be back on your weight's going to be back. It's not a lot. You're not allowing your body to, to, to fall over the center of the ski. So you're going to be too far back and then not enough off the outside because, you know, if you got to, if you put a, put a handle on a pie on a post, right. Or on yep. the pylon yep. of the boat and, and you stand, you know, with your feet underneath the handle and then you let yourself lean away. When you go into that lean, when your arms are straight, you are going to have your arms are straight. I mean, I like them to where I can shake them a little bit like they're loose and my biceps aren't engaged. You know, when mm -hmm. I do that, if you look and you dropped a plumb bob of my center of mass, it is way off the way away from my feet. Right. And yeah. then as I just crimp my hands and bend my arms, am I getting more lean or less lean? I'm getting a yeah, lot absolutely. less lean, right? A lot. I'm actually pulling myself up out of my lean. Yep. Do I feel a lot more load on my body? Yes, I do. So I'm working harder to get less. Hmm. Seems like something we should address. So, <laughs> so anyway, you know, I mean, regardless of, regardless of, you know, the symptom, if you are jumping off the wakes, your ski is, is, is your weight is not off the edge enough. Your center of mass is too much over your feet, not off the side. And, uh, the second component is you, you just have way too much load and you're, you're barely able to hold on to it. So when you do get that little, that little touch of the wake or, or a bigger touch, depending on how wakes affect, uh, you from different boats, you know, you're going to then feel that result happen more dramatically. And that's why when you see a pro ski, you do not see any thinking of the wakes at all. And people say, oh, well, the wakes are so much better at that line length. And there is some truth to that. I mean, there is mm -hmm. some changing of the way the wakes come together and they shift. There's also the opposite truth of that, which is that really short line, you get these crazy, sometimes you can get these crazy dips off the second wake. And, you know, I've, I've I mean, I've taken a crash five to six at 41 where, I thought I was, I thought I was marginally a little bit letting my body too far forward going into the, into the, into the wakes. But, uh, you know, I was like, Hey, this is better to be here than too far back and, and too much load. And then yeah. right off, right. As I went to edge change, my tip hit that little second dip off the wake and man, I just, I absolutely exploded. Um, at, at the worst time too. I mean, you know, right behind the boat is where you don't want to, where you don't want to be. Don't so. want to explode. <laughs> so anyway, the, I guess the, I guess the, the concept is like isolate what, what's happening, where's your problem. And then we always say to back up, you know, at least once one or two steps, but like ultimately right there where you're having your problem, your body is not in the right spot. It just isn't yes. regardless of your ski setup. I mean, I mean, hey, I, I got, I got, I had the pleasure and the, uh, just wonderful experience to ski with Andy Mapple a bunch and yeah. he, he could go out he, cause he was always, you know, a lot of the same things that I'm doing in, in my skiing where I'm playing around with setups to try to make a better factory setup for, you know, our radar skis and, and whatnot. But, um, so you might go out there and say, I'm going to try something way out of the box. And, you know, so let's say we go back to Andy. So he was trying to get out of the box. Right. And so he'd, he'd do a different setup and I'd go out there and I'd see him barely run like 28 off, you know, and then, <laughs> and then you could see him like in the water, you know, and I, I mean, I was 
I mean, I left Andy alone. You know what I mean? You're just like, whatever <laughs> that guy is doing, I'm, that's his program. I'm not messing with it. Yeah. And you yeah. could see him like recalibrating his brain in the, in, in the water. Like he was like, well, if I do that, okay. He's kind of shrugging his shoulders a little bit, moving his head around. And he's like, all right, shorten it, go. And then next thing you know, the next pass, he looks like a total different skier who's absolutely, the setup is perfect. So what, what happened there? Well, he calculated how the, 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 the torques that he, the, the feelings he felt from his ski, and then he knew where his body needed to be. He knew what was going to happen with the ski. So then he just adjusted what he did to make the ski work better. Right. And I think that's a really, so anyway, it always comes down to, yeah. Okay. So maybe your ski isn't ideally set up. I, I very rarely think it is. You know, I mean, I think you're close most of the time, but I mean, to be absolutely lights out perfect, I I think that's more like stop dreaming of that and start thinking about how I can put myself in a place to make this work better. And what are those things and and where are where are my deficiencies, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, I I think like really thinking in these terms that when you like you mentioned earlier, but but thinking in these terms when it comes to setting up your ski is, is just it's it'll take so much pressure off yourself in terms of chasing this this you know this magic setup that, that you're gonna feel all these things just take care of themselves you know this just think you know what what information am i getting from my ski like where am i getting the pressure when am i getting it that's not allowing me to move the way i want to move and then then it puts you know puts part of the the majority of the onus back on you and it and it, and again it takes some of the some of the mystery out of setting up your ski, you know, if, if you're feeling too much pressure here, that's why you're moving back, then get rid of the pressure. Like, you know, in terms of what, where I'm thinking there is, is um like your offside turn. If it's, if, you know, if, if you're, if you're finishing your offside turn on your back foot too often, the, the first instinct is more tip, more tip, more tip, but, but, but think about what you, how you're actually moving and, and what information you're getting from your ski that's making you want to move that way. Mm. You know, I just realized that we, we didn't actually do this setup. What, what would you do differently when the turn, when your, your, your tail feels too stuck in the turn, Trent? So you're saying just, mm. are you saying, yeah. are you saying like, like, why don't you give me a few trouble, troubleshooters there on that yeah. one? Well, so again, like that one for me is, is I'm going to just, I'm going to, how far back can I trace the, well, trace the problem, right? So right. In, in this particular instance that we were doing, you know, this person felt like everything was, you know, swinging out really nice coming through, but just not like, just not finishing. Um, it can be a couple different things. Like for me, that I, I'm thinking that's probably just too much pressure from my, you know, from my front foot to the front of my fin. Like there's something there that's that's you know making it lock in too much. So if that's going to be you know fin forward or a little bit um, a little bit sorry shorter um, sorry fin forward or a little bit longer like somehow I want to I want to I want to make the tail of my ski smaller. Right. Um, but again, it, it, so you know, in that particular instance, it's it's probably just that fin forward and boom, I'm, I'm, it's going to be good. But but if I can trace it back a little further, and, and a lot of this is 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 just being completely honest with yourself. Like, you know, it's too easy to be like, ah, the ski just doesn't finish. But okay, but but back it up. Like, are you 
Are you at all feeling fast in the buoy? Are you at all feeling like the line is losing tension just a little bit? Because um, then it's going to come back to, well, it's probably more to do with, you know, more to do with how much speed I'm able to generate out of the, you know, way back out of the previous turn. Like, you know, like watch some video. Are you pulling a little bit long? And if, and if so, then you have to figure out why. You know, right. it's too easy to, I think it's too easy for us to get so focused on the turn or the finish of the turn and think it's like, it's, you know, and not very often is it, is it like this small isolated problem? It's, you, it's, you know, more often than not, it's a trickle down. Oh, yes. So, uh, to, to build on that for sure, you know, uh, another thing I see, uh, the, uh, another trick or tip that is really important and you can learn a lot of this stuff and that, uh, you know, you can just learn a lot of this stuff along the way but i think that boots back is a very relative to fin forward mm -hmm. so if you're if you're really having a hard time finishing turns and you do feel like you're coming in on a nice line and you do feel like you're keeping that shoulder up and not not reaching for the handle early and rotating your upper body and those types of things then you know definitely maybe try your boots back or your fin forward yep. like like you said uh, another thing on that end could just be too much fin, you know, and, yeah. Yeah. and so there, there could be, there's lots of ways to, to counteract that. I mean, uh, going back to Andy Mapple, you know, one of the, one time he just said to me, I think you have too much fin area. He said, take a mechanical pencil, draw it right on the bottom of your fin to the bottom of the ski. And he goes, just make that line, just make that pencil mark disappear. He's yeah. like, I don't know what the numbers are, but just, just keep your relatively the same fin shape and just take a little bit of fin out, Yeah, yeah. you know? So, I mean, yeah. like there's so many tricks and stuff like that to that, but I like that. I like that what we're talking about is identify yourself and your movements first, because you can override 95% of, of the ski not working. Right. Or well, not, yeah, not, not yeah. doing what you think you want it to do. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, one hundred percent. It was funny because it was a uh, yesterday. I'd set up a ski for for uh, someone that I, you know, I coach very regularly. They just got a brand new ski. They were so so excited, and like they're using like a the you know, velcroed on system. So so anyway, I just, you know, I set it up. Then I would go out there and like she runs her opener. She runs twenty eight, but I'm like it just really didn't look very good. And came back. She fell on a twenty eight, and I'm like. What's going on? So shortened, and she then, and it was the same thing. She's like, man, it's just it is turning so hard, and it, it I've got like I'm like getting a lot of bounce at the wakes. It feels like the wakes are hard. I'm like, this is weird, but anyway. But she kind of like you were saying, you know, talking about Mapple, like she just kind of recalibrated. She ran a 32, ran another 32, came back in, and she's like, it's okay, it's not the worst. I thought I was gonna like it more, and then just but immediately just with the way was overturning, and and her saying the wakes felt so hard. Turns out, I put it back on the thing, and <laughs> in my uh, in my haste, <laughs> I was I had the bindings off by three quarters of an inch, um, and, and you know, so granted, this you know she's an incredibly talented skier, but it's still you know bindings are off three quarters of an inch, and you can still find a way to move. So you know when we're when we're point being when we're coming down to the final sixteenth of an inch or three thousandths of of fin length or something like that, like really you've got to you you know understand that you're talking about the last two percent of of the entire project. Um it still comes down to how are you moving, how are you how are you um internalizing or or, or calibrating the information that the all these different speed and pressure and, and space and, and how are you calibrating it and, 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 and in turn moving through it.
Exactly. I mean, how, how, how many, um, how many times have you heard Trent, you can run 39 on a two by four. Yeah. <laughs> but, but guess what? There is some truth to that. I think we just, we just, you know, came to the bottom of that statement, you know, that yeah. statement being, we will move our bodies. You and I are, are skilled enough that we will adjust and move our, move our bodies in the way that we need to, so that the ski gets the right pressures and, and can carve turns and, and, and you do need to adjust. And when you go to different sites, the sites are different. The water's different. It's faster. It's slower. You have less setup time. The boat's running in the pre-gates cause it's a short set, whatever it is, you've got to be able to adjust on the fly. You can't just come in and say, well, my ski doesn't work or, you know, you, it can always work. You can always find the best possible scenario that way. And then yes, if there is some fine tuning at the very end, sure, fine tune. 